0: Warning: The following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of AJ Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. I have checked, I have confirmed, we are your hosts of Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I am A.T. Orsini, and here again, the man of deception himself, Deceived Dave. Dave, up. Did, you, and, uh, did you yawn? Yeah, I did. Like, <laughs> did my opening is, bore it you. Just, it just escaped my soul, dude. <laughs> oh, fuck. I saw it leaving my body and I couldn't uh, catch it. I was I was mid-yawn, I was like, fuck it, we're here now. There's <laughs> you know, nothing We're live, it fuck it, we're doing live, fuck it. Nothing you can uh, do about uh, it. I actually could edit it, but fucking, I don't give a fuck. Nothing, <laughs> fuck it, I don't it care. I don't care. I don't care. Are you, can you guys hear it over the sound waves? Here we're getting inching. We're inching ever so closely to Christmas. It's right around the corner. It's right there. You could sense it. You could feel it. All the windows in the neighborhood got the. Uh, Got the Christmas lights up and the animatronic Santa Clauses and the inflatable uh, menageries. All kinds of stuff going on over here in New York. What you got going on over there? Is it, I know you're in a complex yourself now over there. We got the Christmas spirit in these buildings over there? Yeah, we got balconies too, so oh. it's pretty cool what I pull up. Uh, all the balconies that have the lights and stuff like that. It's nice. It's not- My favorite time of the year, man. That's just the stuff I like to see. <laughs> yeah, so. visually stunning. My son is now equating the effort you put into your lights as a representation of your amount of Christmas spirit. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been dictating. He's been judging along mm-hmm. the drives. Oh, this as house, you should. This house does not have Christmas spirit. And then they go mm-hmm. around the corner, and someone went all out. They're like, "This guy's got a ton of Christmas <laughs> spirit. <Look at> that. <laughs> this guy's <is> a plethora." <laughs> A, a plethora of Xmas options over here. Love it. Oh my goodness! Yes, it's. Out that's there. how people should be judged during the holidays. <laughs> should be judged accordingly, uh, based on their their participation as far as the decorations go. But we've got the tree here in our home. You've had the tree up since November. You guys, yes, you guys have been ready. Yes, uh, dude, I don't fuck around over there. Thanksgiving no. is just a speed. B- Thanksgiving is the February pay per view that leads up to. WrestleMania I would fight myself putting it up before then. <laughs> this was the restrained version. It got me. Although the there. although my Christmas is kind of getting shattered, but it's for good things. But oh. this Christmas is probably a little irrelevant at this oh, point. What are the so. more What are the more uh, rougher seasons? Uh, yes, in your, in your neck of the it's wood. been very <laughs> fucking brutal, man. It's been a very brutal two weeks. Oh. It feels like it's been about a month. Oh man! But yet here you are. Here I not am, surviving still. Surviving. Don't know how. Don't ask me how I do it. Don't ask for a how-to guide. You're not getting it. I don't fucking know how I'm doing it. Oh no. Well, uh, as a as a quick health update from the last episode we did, when last we left you. Uh, I had updated everyone on the idea that my wife and I were negative, but my son had still tested positive. That was where we left last week. And I will have you know, on the retest, negative. We're all Ooh, negative in the house. He's free. Yep. COVID freezes. We 90. are in a position to act a fool yet again. But hold on. Plot twist. Okay. Plot twist. You ready for this? Soon as we became negative... Officially, and we're like, all right, let's start planning our Christmas break. What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? What are we going to see? The city of New York has declared that the vaccination mandate now affects children. Mm. Five to 11, which means all the places that me and my wife can go. My son cannot because he has not been vaccinated yet. So there goes Christmas. Well, there goes Christmas in New York. Cause, True, because we were like, "Uh, there's other places to go see." Jersey's COVID. so wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Jersey is the Wild West. You could do whatever you want. Yeah. some North Florida. Some, sure rest- yeah, some restaurants are like, "Hey, if this is the place for COVID, like if you if you're negative, you're not welcome." Mm. Right. <laughs> well, there's certain places yeah, negative, in New Jersey no. that's just like, "No, we're going to go the other way with this." They're the mm-hmm. Wild West over there. Yeah, yeah. But for over sure. here in New York. New York is the only place that will tell me I can't bring my kid to the movie theater because he hasn't had a vaccination shot yet. But they still have SantaCon and the New Year's Eve ball drop. All happening still. They're like, yeah, we've been spiking. Yeah, we've been having more cases. It's kind of alarming, but don't worry. New Year's Eve is completely unaffected. You guys, can't you see. Think, do you think? you think there was a conference room somewhere where people were like, "Hey, man, we gotta cancel this"? And that like one guy stood up and was like, "We cannot. We cannot. The p. Pe- it's for the people. Jesus spoke to me. <laughs> <and> he said <laughs> we, we can't allow this. Happen. This is gonna affect the morale of New York City. <laughs> We've we suffered enough. Yeah, exactly. I actually, cannot. I actually am all for the New Year's Eve thing. I hope everyone gets together. I I want that to happen because if you're stupid enough. To go to Times Square during this time, during any time period. It was done before COVID. It's stupider now. If you go over there, I hope you get sick. I'm wishing it on you. Well, I would imagine that 90% of the people that are standing there aren't even New Yorkers. No. Not, uh, there are some, but they're more of the Caucasian percentage. Some, because they flew someone in, and yeah. that's what they wanted they're, to do. The, the Caucasian New Yorkers go there. A Caucasian yeah, New <laughs> The only minorities that are at Times Square are the cops and the janitors. There's no, there's no one else that goes sure. to Times Square. We've been in Times Square our whole lives. I don't think. Have you been to Times Square for New Year's Eve your entire life? No. For New Year's Eve? Hell no. no. My wife's been here. Now I was just talking about. Oh. Her, and she said, Next to me, I said, 36 years in this city. She's never been there once. No, why would you go? It's one, crazy. No, we don't even take the train to go through Times Square during fucking New Year's Eve. I don't city. like going through Times Square on a random Wednesday afternoon. That's true. I, it's very true. All on top of you and shit. We stay away from fucking Times Square. So, I'm actually happy. The SantaCon thing, same deal. Same deal. I don't know if you know what SantaCon is. Did you say SantaCon? Yes, SantaCon. Like a bunch of different Santas? Oh, yeah. Like people dressing more, up and cosplaying m- as Santa? More, more of the Caucasian persuasion. They get together. I, I would, I would imagine there are yeah. some sexy Santas there. A few. A few. Especially nowadays. Yeah. But uh, the whole point of, I don't even know what the origination was. I looked it up one time for a school thing, but I can't remember for the life of me. It's a bunch of people that get dressed up as Santa Claus and bar hop. But not the it's usual It's just a wave hop. of Santa. Yeah, just a wave of male and female Santas. Not bar hopping in a sense of leisure bar hopping like all of you would think. Oh, I was at this bar. Then we're like, oh, but this other bar has like better food, so we'll go to this bar. And maybe by the end of the night, you hit about two or three bars. no. They're bar hopping to the extreme, 10 to 12 bars, and because we're in New York, obviously, their restrooms aren't very helpful or effective, so we've got Santas in the street, puking, pissing, shitting, all kinds of stuff. That's hard partying. Every, every... <laughs> To hit 12 Every, bars in a night? Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's what I've heard from people. It's 12 are, hours of partying. But they start at like 5 or 6 in the afternoon, and they go to like 5 or 6 in the morning. And I've heard on the news sexual assault, rapes, all kinds of weird shit happening. Sanders are fucking wild. Yeah, Sanders like, I do not co-sign this event. I don't know who's, who stole my likeness. And just decided to do all this random shit willy nilly. This is not it's me. the whole mind like this. Yeah, I've had to That's explain funny. this every year to Mrs. Claus. This is not me. I'm not putting this together. I didn't put the Facebook group Facebook group together. I don't know what happened here. I didn't coordinate this. That's hilarious. So yeah, they're still doing that. That's a real thing. But but Alex can't go to the movies because you know reasons. Well, it makes sense because of reasons. Right. When they were discussing vaccination for adults, we were still in lockdown. We didn't have this issue. Now there's no lockdown. Everyone could just do whatever they want. But it's, they're, they're restricting you, but giving you freedom. It's the most ridiculous. I've never heard. I've been in New York a long time. Okay, I've you can do whatever issues. you want. Just get vaccinated. That's all you got to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But that's the thing. Like, you don't have to do it. But if you want to do anything, you have to do it. Yeah. I don't you know. Yeah. Choices. Choices. Options. Options. And we may we may opt to do it with him. We may not opt to do it with him. I don't know. It was an easy pick for me and Steph. I don't know for her. uh, For him. I don't know. We'll wait. We'll see. We'll guinea pig it like we did the first time around. As soon as kids start getting knocked off. I'm like, oh, that might may not be a good idea. If the kids start developing their limbs. For me, sure, but for the kid, I I, I just don't know. The, the only question I would have is the fact is that they're still growing, so I don't know that's how that's the only X factor in change and all that. Like right. I, I am right now what I'm going to be, and I'm right. willing to face. I took the shot, willing to face the side effects of it. I'm an right. adult, and, I, and I'm prepared to face that. Even if I explain the side effects to my kid, he's not going to understand that.
1: No, he doesn't. He on. doesn't understand the, the
0: weight. Yeah. And on top of that, we don't know what it can do to his growth. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's one so of those. I weird will. Things. I will wait that out just a little bit. I want to yeah. see if they bury any of these kids before I fucking, Before I decide whether or not that's gonna happen or not, and I've said that to a few people, and they were like, "Why?" You know the fucked up thing about it, though. When it comes to the adults, they'll tell you how many body counts there are due to COVID. When it comes to kids, they're not gonna tell you. No. Because to people aren't gonna that. get their kids vaccinated if they're dying. People don't give a fuck if adults are dying. <laughs> they're they're gonna do it because they see adults dying. Mm-hmm. They see kids dying, they're not gonna fucking do it. No, you're gonna do the research on your own. Yeah. And it and it's stupid to force like a lot of the kids, it's it's been fucking proven that when kids get this shit, dude, they got the sniffles or a cough for a day and then They're still popping. They're still walking around spreading the shit, but they're like drinking juicy juice. They don't give a shit. They're like it's not bothering them. (laughs) Yeah, that was most of my son's positive time. He did. He did have a few. He did like a a rough day or two, where he was sick as long as we were fucking sick. Fucking dickhead. Anyway, he's in the room too. I don't care. I said it. I said it. You don't scare me. Fuck you. So here we go. Uh, I sent you a list. It we're is. doing something. I checked it twice. We're, we're do- oh, look at that. that yep. That's a relevant statement. We're here. Thing. We're here. We're here, <laughs> we're here for it. Uh, the return. It is time. I felt it was time because uh, I've been avoiding this for a while. Because some Listen, listen, listen. I've said it on the show before. I'll say it again. I like to talk about things on this show that I like talking about, not necessarily. It's going to sound Whoa. stupid, but not, that's nec- a mind fuck. not necessarily what everybody else wants to talk about. Uh, because a lot of people always, a lot of people pick the, the hot topic of the moment, and I don't necessarily know that that's something I not want to talk about. You know? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. And all these other podcasts will jump on whatever's hot. I don't do that. If I happen to hit a, a conversation that everyone's talking about, cool. But if it's not. It's not. So there's a lot of questions I usually tend to stay away from. And I do get questions for the show, and sometimes I answer them, and sometimes I don't. But this, today, is the return of the lightning they This is lightning round. On, <laughs> lightning round numero seven. The seventh lightning round that we'll be doing here, and we're going to do a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Lightning round seven. The yes or no edition. Yes oh. or no. The questions that were, are going to be asked today are yes or no questions. And I'm not simply going to just say yes and or no. I was about I will, to say. I will expand. This going to be a quick word. one, boys. Yeah, we're just going to knock this shit out. Call it a day. Tip of the cap. No uh, there, no explanation. Nothing. There, there will be some expanding upon the reason why I'm saying no and the reason why I'm saying no. Yes, now as we continue through these questions, I would just like to remind everybody what we say here in the disclaimer at the beginning of the show. The thoughts and expressions given here on this show, with that of AJ Orsini specifically, which means me and Dave, is also responsible for his own goddamn fucking thoughts and opinions. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes he is 100% no, viable it's for 2021 this is the internet i'm allowed to say things and not be held accountable for them <laughs> oh there you go see yeah he's see? just following the leadership fuck you country. boomer i'm out here <laughs> doing yeah. whatever i want <laughs> oh god so we've got the 15 questions we've got the three minutes it's yes or no now dave before i move forward with this these questions Are there any questions in here? Now, remember, they're randomized. We're going to be picking random numbers, but they're all going to be literally the same exact questions to the number. Are there any questions in here that maybe you want to answer? We'll go through them. We'll I'm go gonna through. say I'm gonna say something about each one too. Like, yes, of course. like we did I'm last time. Yes. Like we're course. gonna do the lightning round. You're gonna have your time, and then at the end of it, I'll throw some. Oh, of in. course. I was just wondering maybe if there was any in particular you'd like to start uh, off with. Uh anything stand out now. Are we gonna randomize? Yeah, randomize. So random okay. numbers. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll catch us by surprise. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Right, now I got a little bit of something for everything, but I don't know in what order it's going to go just yet. So before we continue on, for those of you new to the lightning round, I will be answering these questions within a 3 minute time frame. You'll hear this in the background. That's the start of my 3 minutes, when I get to the end, you'll hear that. Look at that, that was perfect timing, I'm awesome at this. So. Those are the sounds and bells and whistles you'll be hearing throughout the course of the episode. As we go through each question, I will have three minutes to rant, rave, and basically get off my chest my answers to each individual question. Now, in the past, uh, it's been mostly topics. Things that just come up and then we share opinions and thoughts. Today's lightning round is different from others because, as I mentioned, it is the it's yes little, or no It's a little addition. special. A little special a little special. special. a little special. Because I didn't come up with the questions of this lightning round. Neither, neither did, did I. Neither did Dave. These questions come from the squad of O. Ooh. This comes from you guys out there. I've been asked these questions Fucking a bunch losers. of times. A bunch of times. And I've refrained from answering them in the past for two reasons. A, I wasn't really sure how to answer them at the time. And B, some of these are very topical. And like I said in the beginning, sometimes I want to answer those questions. Sometimes I don't. But today, because it's Christmas season. You here for it? Daddy's here for it. We're going to go through all I like that. I no. don't like <laughs> that. That makes me uncomfortable. Listen, I don't <laughs> like that. I don't like that. Listen, it's It's factual. You are a father. <laughs> Don't call yourself uh, daddy. Not in here. Not in here. Not, not in this a, room. Not in this space. Feel the room, dude. Feel the oh, room. Oh, man. So, let me see here. Mm-mm-mm. Go through the randomizer. Do-do-do-do. Would you like to read the questions? And you have them of in course. Of okay, here we go. Randomizer. I should drum roll this shit. Do I have a drum roll? Because that would be really awesome. Hold the phone. I want to make this official. Let me see what we got here. What we got here? What we got here? And I do. Hold on a second. Let's add this. I hope it's a good one. This has been nap right, That's not bad. And five. Number five. Number five. Do you actually. I had to read it exactly the way you sent it. Or it's just not authentic. Do yeah. you actually hate. Dave Meltzer's star rating system. Oh, Dave Meltzer. Meltzer, me Meltzer. 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 I really hate his star rating. Okay. Do you hate I don't know who that is. I will. All right. Okay. So, Dave Meltzer, Uncle Dave, for those of you out there who are unaware, most of the people, Not me, by the way. Most of the people who listen to the show will probably be fully aware, but for those who are new to the game, uh, Dave Meltzer has been a quote-unquote, air quotes, wrestling journalist for years, over 30 years. Actually, close to 40. I think he might have started in the 80s. Damn. Um, yeah, he was, a, he was a dirt sheet writer before there were dirt sheets. Uh, he is obviously more synonymously known with the Wrestling Observer, uh, the long-standing magazine that's been involved with pro wrestling for years. And many, many moons ago, he developed a system, a star system, one through five, five being the ultimate grade you can get for a match. Uh, and the stars, uh, there was a star system, one, two, one star, two stars, three star. And you would occasionally get uh, fractions, two and a quarter stars, three and a half stars, four and three quarter stars, blah, 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 blah. For years since he's been doing this, the number five was it just exclusive club. An exclusive club. Like, to give you an idea of what we're talking about, I don't think Flair has a five-star. Like, it's it's that rare. It rarely ever happens. If he does, it might have been one of the rookie Steamboat matches. I don't know off the top of my head, but there's a lot of people, like, for instance, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson has never had a five-star match yeah. until this week. And this is where I've had a problem. So the question is, do you actually hate Dave Meltzer's star rating system? Yes, but I don't hate it because it's a star system. I, I, I Dave Meltzer's star it's system is it's, it's subjective. It's whatever his opinions are on the match. So I don't hate him for having an opinion. Everyone has opinions. What I hate is what his star system is being used for. Because he's been doing it for so long and because so many of the wrestlers who have gotten five stars have shown such an appreciation for it. The fans kind of take his star system as gospel. So when he gives someone five stars or four stars or three and a quarter stars, they take it as that's kind of the official rating for the match. Right. Which is not good because again, everything is subjective. It's like basing a movie off of Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't yes, there's some people in there who may know their movies, but it's all subjective. Ever since a the the, the 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 backstory or the the, the reputation of the five star system is is that it's very hard to get five stars from Dave. But if you're wrestling in the Tokyo Dome in Japan, almost every match is five stars over there because that's what he loves the most. It's his system. So he gives it what he loves. He right. broke his own system when he gave Okada and Omega six stars for some strange reason on a match Damn. years ago. So now I hate it the most because it seems like every other week he's giving five stars to an AEW match. That, oh, we're here at the end. He gave two five star which has never happened. He's never given more than one five star on a particular show. He gave two two uh two matches at full gear. Mm. That that young bucks, Adam Cole, that eight man tag, whatever garbage match that we were like, fuck this match. He gave it five stars. Okay. And he gave Omega and Hangman Page, that main event, five and a half stars. Right. And I can't take that seriously. Well fair enough. I cannot take that seriously. I am sorry. What number was that? That was five. I mean, five. five. That was number five. Write it down. Eliminate five. Okay. Any thoughts on the system before we move on to? I don't know much about it. If it feels biased, I mean, well, as long you, as- we'll even after our- I explain it, it's fine too. It's fine. I don't even mind that uh, as long as it's held to a certain, you know, uh, value in the community. Like even though it may just be based off his opinion, if it's something that you know people value to me i don't think it's a bad thing but you know it, i don't know too much about it and i obviously i'd have a bigger opinion if i would see the inconsistency and in, in what it was that would just be my my issue like if you can blatantly see okay this match is good it got a three hold it up to a five and it's like all right which one is actually better but even that in itself is subjective so who knows People have drilled holes into it because, like, for instance, Santana and Ortiz against the best friends got a five. And people were like, so just so we're clear, not a single Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels match ever got a five, but they did. Not a single Kurt Angle match has ever gotten a five, but they did. So it's like I I don't know. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: I'd have to hear more for like for me to kill the guy. I would I would have to hear more. I would have to know more to to understand. I don't I don't I don't know. Hey, hey, number fourteen. Fourteen. Can map based technical pro wrestling get over on national TV? Oh. The big question. I hate getting this question. Uh, I hate it. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got something on your mind? No. No. Go. 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 No. No. no, no, no. Oh. no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn, dude! Next come on. On. <laughs> I knew, That's why I was
0: like, oh, "Hold on, like, give me okay, okay, some me... time to dispute this," because he's coming in hot. I already <laughs> fucking know he's gonna this come. This is out. why I hate this question because every the the kind of person that would ask this question likes this style of wrestling can mat a person who doesn't like mat based technical wrestling is not going to ask me this question. So whenever I answer it, it always it's a strike to the heart. Because what wrestling you're, is? you're already arguing against someone who wants the yes, yes, like, yes, yes. It's biased. You're arguing yes. a biased argument. Yeah, most of the time people ask me this question. They're waiting for my uh, explanation, and the explanation that I'll, I'll always give, and I'll give it now, is technical uh, uh, mat based technical pro wrestling is for wrestling fans. Not every, not everybody who watches pro wrestling. It's is a the wrestler. sport, basically. It's the, yeah. It's Greco Roman collegiate style Olympic right, wrestling. Right. And, and and in the pro wrestling world, it's that it's like that. It's still a work. You know, it's like chain wrestling when you train. It is, so, you know, leaving your body open and vulnerable to different movements and going back and forth and sliding in, sliding up, da da, mat, mat to the shoulder, kick out. It's all you know, like Bret Hart versus Benoit type shit, you know? Ring of Honor had the pure championship match with Josh Woods and I forget the other guy. uh, Something Johnson, I can't remember. And they had a pure wrestling championship match, which means map-based technical wrestling. And I think that's what spurred the question again. They're like, well, this match is so amazing. Couldn't this get over on TV? No. No, because a lot of the people who watch the TV shows aren't there to watch you know, those are the that the people who, who watch wrestling shows, pro wrestling shows, are the ones who will look at that and go, that's gay. They're just like they think the those are the guys who think that the MMA guys are gay. They're just rubbing up on each other and same thing here with the the wrestling fans who don't know anything about wrestling, there's just a bit, a bunch of men in tights rubbing each other down with baby oil and just wrestling each other. <laughs> that's what they expect when they when people who don't watch wrestling tell you, Hey, I'm gonna go watch wrestling this is what they expect. And then when they get in there and see chairs and tables and flippity-doos and and all the, and, and bad language on promos, and I'm like, oh, my God, this, this is much more exciting than what the fuck I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be two Olympic wrestlers just rubbing each other's balls continuously for several minutes. So it's, it's not exciting to the casual, and I know people are tired of hearing that out loud. Fuck the casual because no, 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 not fuck the casual. We need the casual. We need that money. So, it's good to have on the show every now and then. It adds the wrestling element to the wrestling show. Mm-hmm. But you can't do this for eight matches. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. Well, at the end of the day, my take on it is it's a sport, man. It's sport just like any other sport, right? That's That's the sport-based part of the entertainment wrestling that we know today. So... Mm just like sports, if I don't know anything about sports, it's not really going to mean anything to me. And then on top of that, you have the stigma of wrestling being fake in itself. When you add the sport element to something that's already uh, pre-planned to what's going to happen, there's no... You lose the sport element to it. So there's no, oh, he could win, he's the greatest, well, who's booked to win? So... If I'm watching something that I don't feel is actually, if I'm watching a sport that I feel isn't actually competitive, then what? Am- why the fuck am I watching this, right? Like if that guy's getting the push, I know he's going to win this. There's no, there's nothing to it that, so, so all of those elements that make these things fun to watch are out the window. You need a little bit more than that. It's nice to see because it's fun to see that people can do it and the way they do it and the story that they tell when they do it. But past that, it can't be the sole reason why it's on TV. It's just not going to work unless it's an actual space sports, uh, sports space thing. And now we're just in a whole different genre within itself. So yeah, I don't think it would survive. Imagine a Jonathan Grisham match where it's all pure technical wrestling, and then immediately after is the Young Bucks, and you're like, oh god! It doesn't matter <laughs> Do what, what scenario we're talking about. That what? just sounds nasty. <laughs> Both matches could be good in their own right, but following one with the other, in either direction, imagine watching the Young Bucks go through all the stuff they go through. Melter driver to the floor, sunset flip, double stomp, blah, 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 blah. And then the next match is Jonathan Grisham holding a headlock for 10 minutes. Hmm. They go, oh my God, do something. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it'll get more. They're not there. People are there for wrestling, but they're not there for wrestling. And I think it's about time people start fucking realizing that. They're not there for the wrestling. They're there for wrestling. Mm, yeah. So, I understand that right there. Uh, hey, number six. Number six. <laughs> Will the NWA ever become a national powerhouse company again? Ooh, I've heard this one. I've no, heard, I've heard it. <laughs> Is it for you. I'll hit the button. Okay. No. <laughs> Not for lack of trying. I actually like the NWA. I like a lot of the stuff that they're doing. I like Billy Corgan as the owner. They actually have a decent talent pool. Um, the presentation, the throwback presentation of them being in the studio with the old school desk and the podium and all that stuff, where they try to kind of go back to the old 605 days of Crockett Promotions and stuff – that kind of run its course with me um as a performer i'd love the opportunity to get in front of that podium and and cut an old school manager promo that'd be pretty cool um to have on the bucket list but aside from that um i actually have no problem with the nwa i actually enjoy some of their programming even their current nwa champion himself trevor murdoch uh, all of it um will it ever become a national powerhouse company again no and that's not for lack of trying. They're going to try to succeed in every way they can. They just don't have the resources to do it. Um, with two billionaires playing in the game, you know, I know, I know the Smashing Pumpkins have sold a few albums in their time, but I don't think Billy Corgan is sitting on those kinds of stacks. I don't. I don't think he's got the opportunity that these guys have. So, to, they're, they're, he's immediately out of the race on becoming either one of the top two companies in the world, or at least in this country. But that doesn't mean that he still can't have a level of success. They'll never oh, be sure. on a network, you know. They're not going to be on TNT or USA or even a basic cable network like Fox or ABC. That's just not going to happen uh, in their current state. But there's still going to be a level of success there, for sure. So I hope, people like for instance, again, this was asked by someone who listens to the show. I hope this doesn't deter you from continuing to watch the program. No, of course it's not. A, it's a for control. me, anyone who's watching those programs, those off programs like Impact, NWA, yeah. uh, nothing—they're hardcore not, hardcores, dude. They're hardcores. That's why I kind of hate talking about them a little bit because I hate shit like the level of love of wrestling that you have to to be invested in something like that it's not to be slept on like you, you truly do love what you're watching. And I, I have a lot of respect for that, but to, I don't know. There's just a lot of things missing, man. If you don't have the production that like you were saying, you have to have the money to be able to produce this at a loss for a while to, to, to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And now you're competing with things that are already stable at three-hour shows, mm. two-hour shows. I mean, you're saying AEW and themselves tape everything in one fucking night. You're, yeah. you're talking a whole workday of watching wrestling. So then now you're gonna come out with yours, and people are gonna do it. That people do it now, but on the main stage, the average Joe, the 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 people that they're doing that for, the the, um, the casual wrestling fans. I don't think there's enough time in a day for a third. Big wrestling company, in no, my opinion. No, there isn't. Even wrestling fans right now, even the hardcore are saying now there's probably too much of this shit out there right now. <laughs> um, yep. Quality is not even there. You know, it's not like they have so much talent. We got to get as many shows out there. It's like you. I'm have, sure they have beautiful talent. They got more just... shows and they got talent. That and that's not one particular company. That's all the companies combined. They got more. Opportunities to see wrestling Hey listen man There's wrestling nothing wrong What do they call baseball The triple A league mm. Is that what they call? Yeah 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 there's nothing wrong With that man Get your bag People love the wrestling They still sell tickets Every- To those events those Dude AAA everyone ball. doesn't Have to be on the main stage Man I, that's what It's the one thing that Like it's as a kid or as a person growing up, man, all you think is the absolute, you know? All you think is the top. All you think is that's that's the end-all, be-all. And then when you fall short of that and you end up in an NWA Impact Wrestling, like, you either feel like, oh, you know, I haven't made it, or people like, oh, you haven't made it. And I think that's bullshit. There's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes to even get to that level. So, fuck the main stage. You don't need the main stage. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep hustling, keep developing good stores keep building new new fan bases and and try new shit See, that's the beautiful thing about that too i'm going on a little bit of a rant but they uh you know they have that freedom to try different things and it might fall short but it might hit too and i think that's why a lot of these people that ask these questions love these companies because they don't stick to a script they they do different shit they try to have fun and they try to push the envelope so I don't really think they need to be on the main stage. I don't even think that's something they should be thinking about. You know, it's so funny. For years it's been ingrained in people to try to get on the main roster, try to be a main event guy, try to be this, try to be that. Because I get why. But the I reason but the main reason why they always did that is because, well, that's where the money is. And that's not the case anymore. No, With I don't think that is. It's it's like you having a hundred and fifty thousand dollar salary job or me having uh, fucking three fifty K jobs. You know what I mean? Like I, I make I can make the same money you make, if not more. I just have to work a little harder. Mm-hmm. That's all. I just gotta spread myself a little bit more thin. There it's go. there. Just, you can do it. Just spread yourself. That's all That's you it, need. To man. Do. That's all I gotta do. Do you gotta do. Spread. Bam! Number nine. Number nine. Can N J P W. Be a major player in American wrestling. Whoa, New Japan Pro Wrestling! Can New Japan Pro Wrestling be a major player in American wrestling? My gut, Orsini Don, what is it, Nostradamus Orsini Downstress or whatever? My prediction for the future. My gut tells me that no. I should push the button first. Hold on a second. That's what my huh. gut tells me. My gut tells me no. That's what my gut tells me. But why? Y'all, I will explain. This Elaborate. is not a <clears throat> new Japan right now is not even as deep as it used to be. This is this is not nearly the level of talent in, that it's had in the past and it didn't happen in the past. So my gut would tell me if it hasn't happened yet <laughs> then there's probably a good chance that it's not. But there's also something in my head that tells me to yeah, at least have a chance, and that's for two reasons. A lot of the reasons why I feel like back in the day, they really, like, the old, old Japan was probably more popular in its heyday than New Japan was, but I think the reason for that is because, a lot. I remember when I was younger, it was a lot easier, and it wasn't even easy to find, but it was a hell of a lot easier for me, I guess, in my neighborhood, to get my hands on an old Japan tape than it was to get on a New Japan tape. I yeah. had uh, Kobashi and Misawa and Kowada and all these all the legends from the old Japan group, and those are the matches when it comes to Japanese wrestling that I grew up watching. I didn't even watch a whole lot of New Japan when I was a kid, so right. it was easier to follow those guys. And those guys also didn't transition over to the American audiences. So, again, my brain goes, ah, then it will never work. If Kobashi couldn't do it, but then again, they didn't really try. Kobashi didn't come to the States until, I want to say the mid-2000s, when he finally came to Ring of Honor and had that series of matches with Joe. Kawada never really did it. Masawa finally came over, but it was also through Ring Ring of Honor. Those guys were super over in their countries to the point where they never really felt the need to leave. They didn't do anything in other places. They didn't broadcast in other places. They weren't even really promoted in other cases. Whenever you heard about wrestling here in the States, <clears throat> it was always our guys. The only time that I ever heard the Japanese names outside of the tapes that I was finding was when I used to collect those PWI 500s. Because mm-hmm. on the PWI 500s, you see all these ridiculous names. And I'm like, who are these people? And we didn't have YouTube back in the early 90s. So it's like you just kind of have to go based on the magazine. You read the profiles a little bit, trying to find out some of their accomplishments. Now we're in a different world. Now we're streaming. Now we have YouTube. Now a, a, a wrestler can't wipe his ass in 2021 without it winding up on Wikipedia. So <clears throat> so uh, my gut tells me no. But you know what? As the world evolves, as wrestling fans change interest up, <coughs> Now we have Japanese wrestlers in the states almost all the time now. There's a chance. If they can if they can adapt to the American style just a little bit, which the current New Japan product has done recently, it's possible. You guys got when you got guys like Will Ospreay in your main event picture, American fans can dig that. <clears throat>
1: yeah. That. I mean,
0: I don't know. I, I I don't I don't think I don't think they come over in the manner of the people who love it think that it happens right like we've already seen it we've seen and in my opinion one of the only crowds where i i think on a main stage because we're talking main stage right yeah, like yeah 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 okay on a main stage the only place that i really see these things going over like where you get to see the impact that it will make is aew and we've seen moments already where these wrestlers have come in and you're at a you're, you're talking about a crowd that loses their fucking mind. It's like 50-50 sometimes, where it's dead silent versus, oh, look who this is. Oh, he's here. And then you can feel the energy like, okay, I mean, this guy looks cool. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, who who is this guy? And that's I think that's where the issue is. Like, you anticipate a lot of these guys coming over and there being this huge eruption and people losing their mind. And it happens for a few uh, but not to the level of the people, some of the bigger people that are actually here already. So a lot of, not to say that it couldn't, but they'd have to come over. They'd have to somewhat kind of like build their legacy over here a little bit for them to be in the main stage at a level that I think some of these people who watch this shit anticipate them to be at. So mm. could it? Sure. But <laughs> it? I, I, just, I just think there's I too mind. much work involved <laughs> to make it work the way that people want it to my gut too. it may not be worth it i don't know about not worth it, it may, Maybe maybe worth a for i don't it, know man. how it's a different style of wrestling man i don't think people give a fuck about that you want to talk about uh matt wrestling i don't think people here want to sit and watch for uh new japan wrestling matches in a row like i just think they would get bored I think it's very strong style, very striking, very aggressive, very moving pause, very uh, big impact, and I just think people here will get bored of it. Mm. I, that's just how I feel. I could be yeah. completely fucking wrong. Slap! Oh, Slap. right. Oh. I think they get. Bo- I think they get bored of that. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I, I've had my moments trying to get through Wrestle Kingdom shows. Dude, like, all right, this has been going on for a minute. Yeah. Come on. So. Although I love their, I love the New Japan announcers. Mm-hmm. I fucking I fucking love them because they always every match feels like it could be the main event. Like if you're not paying attention to what's the what the programs really are, like if you're not following New Japan Pro Wrestling. But then they, Wrestle Kingdom comes on and they start telling you what's going to happen. And here are the matches and the hills were build up. And the guy would just be like, Oh, he's like, he's really into it, bro. And I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to kill each other. This is going to be great. Oh. Oh my God. Tanahashi. Like, yes, Tanahashi. I want to see Tanahashi right now. <laughs> <laughs> they get really fucking into it. Okay. Seven. seven. Number seven. Was final battle ROH's real last show? No, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully, what? No, Go ahead. Nothing. No, nope. I was joking. I was joking. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I'm gonna try right now to talk people off the ledge. I don't think I'm gonna succeed. I'm I'm gonna fail at my mission, but I'm gonna try. Good guy, good guy, Uncle AJ is gonna try, folks. They're coming back. Stop! Yeah, of course, I've been back. asked this a thousand times. They, they said they're coming they, back, right? But people don't believe they, it. They don't believe it. The, the whole end of an era deal, and even during the course of the program, people
1: why would were, they? Why, they would, why would
0: they show Braun Strowman without any? Go ahead. Just yeah, go ahead. But yeah, but the, the whole, the whole, you know, terminology, the way that they treated the event, they actually referred to the briscoes as the last ring of honor world champ tag team champions of all time and you know they they gave grisham the original belt he's gonna get a chance to take the original belt home and they treated it like a farewell thing so i you know in all fairness i can't i can't killing that and they're coming back with something completely new completely different and that's why i sit here and i say it wasn't the last show for ring of honor but i will say this uh, as you know it maybe as, as you know it I said it when we reviewed that final battle just a little bit we went over it just a little bit I made a throwaway comment that I didn't even realize how true that might actually be but as time marches on I said I would be surprised if when they come back it's even called Ring of Honor and the closer we're getting now to the holiday season it looks like that kind of might be the direction we go Uh When they say rebrand, I think they meant it. I think that's why they had the last this and the last that. I don't think it's going to be quote-unquote Ring of Honor when they come back. They're going to NXT 2.0 this bitch. They're going to try some different things. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's a great thing. Listen, for all of you hardcore Ring of Honor fans, you weren't there. I saw the show. The seats were empty. You weren't mm-hmm. you weren't there. They can't keep catering to the people who aren't coming. You can you could talk about how much of a fan you are and what it meant to you and when you were younger and this and that and it made you become a fan about. That's great. All great stories. You didn't come when they needed you. You weren't there. So they got to fucking rebrand. <laughs> that's really all it comes down to. Right. NXT, I didn't understand the rebrand. They were, I guess, maybe because I already knew in my head they were a developmental. I don't know why they felt the need to make it that obvious now, but I didn't. Good thing NXT was kind of in an all right position when it did the rebrand. They, they, they did the rebrand out of spite. This is needed. They need this. They need to the refresh. Give you know. them, give them a chance to re, to reduce some stuff. That's all I'm saying. Give them a chance. Yep. They're coming. They they're coming back. Just not. Await it you're used to seeing them come back. That's it. See, easy peasy. Uh, number ten. Number ten. Will Braun Breaker ever become a Steiner on WWE TV? Speaking of NXT 2.0, here we go. There you go. Look at that segue. Oh no. no. All right. No. I think it's a silly question. I don't understand the question. So, he's... Are we asking if he's going to move up? Because, obviously. Is he going to do a gimmick where he starts talking about being a Steiner? No. I don't think that's what he wants to do. I think the question is, essentially, will he ever change his name to being an actual Steiner? As opposed to just being Braun Breaker. Why the fuck would he not do that now if that was the case? I don't. Uh, no, <laughs> we we ran this question. We ran that name on this show before, and I think I remember stating that it was either something he could not do, or he's deliberately staying he just, away from it. Yeah, just doesn't want to fucking do it. Uh, I can understand him not wanting to,
1: and I don't think it's something
0: he her. can't do because everyone else around him is saying it. Yeah, the the fans are calling him Steiner. They are bringing Steiner signs. And they own the be. rights. He's in WWE. He's just not on the main stage. Uh, see, that's another question that people are having. I don't know if he owns the rights. Uh, no, they own the rights. WWE? Yes. No, I don't think they do. I think that's Wait, the really? Big, I think that's the biggest reason why he's not. But I then, think Scott and Rick have the rights all sewn up. Oh, that's, well, if that's that that case was, that the case, then I guess that big could be reasons reason. why. Yeah, that they changed his name. Well, then, no. <laughs> yes that's what i'm saying no i i said in the beginning i said it's either something he can't do because they either they won't let him or whatever the case or he's choosing not to either way it both it both leads to a no for me i don't it, he either wants to do it excuse me he either can't do it or he doesn't want to do it i mean I listen other. man at the end of the day if wwe had the rights he could do it if his family owned the rights i'm sure he could do it yeah his, so I, it doesn't matter. Scott and Rick would hold and on top it. of that, they're saying it on television. So they're not contractedly not. To, they're not able to not they've say said Steiner it. Steiner on television. Yeah, they. The commentary have said it. No, the commentary has gotten fucking dangerously close. They've hinted it a thousand times. I almost. I'm the, almost da, da, da. certain they've said the name before. I don't know. Well, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I've only watched like two or three shows, so I could be wrong. I watched the first two, and then I ceased to acknowledge its existence. It's off my DVR. I've taken. Damn. I've taken it off my schedule list. I haven't taken it off mine yet. No, it's off mine. Damn, it's it's, it's gone. I, I don't love have. The, I don't. I don't have the time. No, but see, here's the thing: I'm not watching it, but I'm not against it. I'm get, not. Get and those I said the same exact those, thing. Those guys I may there. not watch yeah. this, but I love it. Yeah. Get those guys in there. Get them some time. Get them some experience. I like what they're doing with Carmelo Hayes. I like what they're doing with a lot of the guys. Get them in there. Get the experience they need, and then send them up to where. I that want. NXT to me, I know who people might hate that I say this. NXT to me is the equivalency of an NWA or an Impact making it to the main stage. Ooh, that sounds brutal. A little bit, but, but actually it makes sense. But but. And not as far as the quality of the content. I just mean like, that's the it's a small level. That's the level. Like, like that's the level that it would it, with, with good. That to me is what those companies look like with better production. I think that's what I'm trying to say. If the budget was there, that's what those other companies look like to me. Hmm. There you go. With, with with a little bit better talent, obviously. Obviously, but. But yes, that's that's what my brain sees a uh ROH with with high production level with like the, the budget behind it. Well can't if hurt that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Can't hurt. Budget is so. nice. And it's good. Yeah. It'd be good. I I think obviously they'd be way better than NXT because their talent levels are better. So they can get there on their production level. They can do it. Four. Number four Is Paul Heyman better off with Brock Lesnar Or Roman Reigns Well why, why is anyone asking this Who asked this, this is, question This is a very timely question Because as of Last night No we're, we're recording this on Sunday As of Friday Paul Heyman's wise man services Are no longer required Roman Reigns has emphatically fired his special counsel with a Superman punch, no less. So uh, we may be heading back to uh, a more comfortable place when it comes to Paul Heyman. But uh, Paul's purpose has been served. I was going to say, Paul did his job, Paul man. Did he, his job. Yes, he did Paul his did his job, yes. Paul did his job. If, if, if they're going back to what's comfortable because it was a giant moneymaker. I gotta tell you Brock point, needs needs him. No I was digging Saskatchewan Brock <laughs> I love I love Saskatchewan Brock with the overalls and the and the smiling and laughing and the giggling and the Canadian alpha male stuff. Come on him and Sammy Zane the, the new he tag team Canadian alpha males. nicer Come on, we had a tag team name, <clears throat> Canadian Alpha Males. Sure. I am sure. with this. I am absolutely with this. Oh, we didn't push the button, but then man, I'm pushing it now. I could talk for three more minutes about Saskatchewan Brock. We'll Let's go. go. I, uh, to answer the question, see, it's funny because I just pushed the button, but I really haven't answered the fucking question. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, is, this particular question I threw in here, if you notice, is not a yes or no question, but I, I wanted to... Put this in here because I find myself as a manager in a position like this from time to time, because there are times I am with the Blood Brothers, right? That's the package deal. But other people who run promotions or whatever, they feel like they're Vince McMahon and they got a whole gimmick department and they got all these ideas and da 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 and. I've been asked a thousand times if I can manage some of their guys. Oh, you can manage the Blood Brothers, but there's another guy I think that would really benefit from. No. No, 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 no. Because I'm a package deal. I I got a thing going right now, gimmick-wise, with the guys, and I kind of want to stay in that realm. And I know that if I start managing other people, it dilutes. And, you know, even Paul couldn't do it. You know, they gave him the Paul Heyman guys for a while. You know, the, the dangerous alliance back in the day, I get it, it was a timely thing. But today, too many factions like that without making any sense or rhyme or reason or nothing like that. So I don't want to dilute what I got going on. Paul Heyman had a very specific purpose with, Ro- with Roman Reigns, and that was to generate heat during a portion of his career where it was hard to generate actual heat. They disliked him, but they disliked him for non wrestling reasons they just the whole John Cena effect it just he just got grandfathered into a list of booing baby faces mm-hmm. they needed to transition his skill set they needed to, trans- to transition what he does in the ring and they wanted him to be the new Lesnar in a time period where they knew they weren't going to have access to Lesnar and what better way to do that than the visual of Paul Hammond being there right now we've got Brock back there's really no need for Paul to be there anymore. Uh, Roman has been doing most of the promos by himself recently. He's got all the catchphrases down. we the ones, Island of Relevancy, the Tribal Chief, uh, Head of the Table. He's got everything down. He's got the script down. He knows what he needs to do. If anything, and maybe I could pitch this as the seconds wind down, maybe this could be an opportunity to introduce some new counsel. maybe this could be the opportunity now that Paul has done his job in helping Roman get over Roman can now use that influence to get someone else over mm. who knows window could be open now who, who could benefit from the touch from the rub of the tribal chief that would be an interesting angle to take I think well we'll see We will see. Mm. Yes, Mr. Paul Heyman got Superman punched. That was hilarious. Every time Paul takes a bump, that shit is funny as balls. It's gold for you? Gold for me. Because he does that fucking dead weight, just penguin flop on the floor. It's hilarious. (laughs) It's great. It's great. When you're a manager, you're not supposed to bump. I've done that. People have called me an idiot because I've wrestled for years so as a manager if i bump i don't bump like a wrestler would bump because mm-hmm. you're a manager you don't wrestler manager bumps are different from wrestler bumps and you know so i've done that in the past where i've taken a bump and people are like well, what the fuck are you doing take a bump i'm like no because i'm a fat fucking piece of shit manager now <laughs> I'm not a fat piece of shit wrestler anymore so i gotta bump different not uh, a piece wow. of shit, wrestling. Yeah. So like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's called psychology, prick. You could Dang. use a Nicholsworth Jr. All right, so here we go. Pull this back up. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we're at the bottom of the list with 15. 15. Will Vince McMahon's legacy be remembered by fans fondly when he's Ooh. gone? Huh. <laughs> if you're Over the age Of 30 Yes Because he's given you so many Memories in the past That you can almost overlook The stupidity of today Let's not forget he is the Attitude Era Yeah exactly it, There's, There will always be A piece of every Grown adult wrestling fan that will be appreciative to Vince for that whole era. And the older ones, o- even older than that, because they got the golden era, they got the mm-hmm. golden era, and before that, the Bruno San Martino era. There's a lot, and I, I can't give Vince, uh, this Vince, the Bruno San Martino credit, but my point is is that throughout the years, the WWE has had its fair share of hardcores.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh There will always be a generation there that will always give him the cop out and just be like, well, yeah, toward the end there, it got crazy. But, you know, Stone Cold, The Rock, Taker, I mean, he created all these things, so I forgive. This current generation who did not grow up with that, who, whenever The Rock returns or Steve Austin returns, they get a kick out of it, but they don't feel that. That's not them. Right? They grew up with Reigns and with Rollins And with, you know, he who shall not be named and Randy Orton and and those guys. Those are the guys that this generation kind of grew up with. So in this era, the only Vince McMahon they know is an out-of-touch old man who couldn't figure out his left from his right and didn't know talent when he saw it. Right. So for, you know, when he's gone, which, you know, God willing, isn't that, Anytime soon, I mean, you could tell in his face it could happen tomorrow, but, you know, as time goes on, he will be remembered finally for a certain amount of time. But then, like all history stories over time, things will change and the overall look will be considered. And I don't know, because there's a lot of people in the 80s and 90s who hated his guts right? because of the territorial thing and the talent rating and all that stuff. In the industry that hate his guts. and Oh, the people who got conquered fucking probably can't yeah, stand it. And then you take that and you mix it with today's angst of... Like, for instance, look how serious these fans take it when talent gets released. And they go, how fucking dare you? You didn't even use this guy. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Hey, Vince is out of touch. He's old and frail and he's dumb and he doesn't know... It's like the difference of opinion between... A parent and a, and a and their child When it comes to the grandparents You know the grandparents To the child Is probably the greatest human being who ever lived The grandparents to that Parent is probably what a piece of shit <laughs> That parent was it's, it's different views And it's based on the two different people you've seen Is what I'm trying right. to say right. So his legacy for us will be cemented But for this new generation They're gonna fucking hate his guts They're gonna hate his guts for a minute Pretty much <laughs> How dare you fuck <laughs> over our favorite talent You piece of shit Pretty much They ripped on him for weeks for releasing talent Didn't say shit Except for maybe a few sentences on the day When they signed when he signed Kevin Owens To the big deal Did you hear about this big deal he signed I heard he re-signed Yes Three years Three million a year With a clause that states within those three years, for zero reason, can the WWE release him. So he just cemented himself. He's in there. Locked. I was like, yo, if he walked into the office and slapped the shit out of Vince, he could just leave and go back to catering and finish whatever he was eating. Can't can't fire him. That's it. Nope. Locked in. I'm kind of shocked. Um, I'm not.
1: Not I mean, on I, WWE I actually, side,
0: on his uh, side. On his side, yeah. I think there's a lot of that going around. Where They were like, I don't know. I, I think it would have been better for... No, it... it I, when I heard the deal, I wasn't shocked.
1: Yeah, I Cause mean, AEW, get your money. Because AEW told me.
0: him straight out, we can't match that. So I was like, all right, well, then you go. Once once I hear, you know, contract can't be matched, I would have been shocked if Conversation AEW... Conversation over at Yeah, that if point. AEW would have been like, we'll do four years for three million a year. Then I would have been like, Kevin, what are you doing? You just talked yourself out of $3 million. But WWE legitimately gave him the better offer. Will they use him? Who knows? People are like, well, he's got the championship match at day one. Maybe he'll walk away with the title, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if it's going to extend that far, but they've got him locked for the next three years. They might as- They might as well fucking use him. They haven't used him in a while. So maybe that was why they didn't use him for a while. He didn't have a contract. So who knows? Who... Knows, yeah, 11. 11. Can 60 minute matches work on TV with today's audience? Ooh. 60 minute matches, baby, they work in my bedroom. Hold on a second. So, this past week. Winter is coming, which is a horrible fucking name for a show because it sounds like some chick is on, you know, just started numbing herself and then she just got off all on the TNT network, and it's disappointing. You say winter is coming, and I turn on and see a wrestling show. I'm disappointed. I got the lotion ready for nothing. My expectations have been dampered. I'm I'm pissed right now. Right? I expect some hot blonde sitting there whisking away at that button. And 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 getting off here, but it, no, it's it's wrestling, so I, uh, whatever. Winter is coming, and the main event, which <laughs> happened to be the first match, I'm not even gonna get into that because I only got three minutes here. But the, it was uh, Brian Danielson against Tangman Page for the AEW World Championship. And in true pro wrestling fashion, they never mentioned anything about time limits. But all of a sudden, this match had a 60-minute time limit, one fall to a finish, and of course, it goes the full 60 minutes, and uh, it went to a draw. So that's two times now that Brian Danielson has drawn in big match situations. So the question became: Can us because this match has been mixed, met with mixed reviews, and people are like, well. I mean, it's a dope match. Okay, according to whom? If you liked it, that's great. But then I was asked, can a 60-minute match work on, t- on TV with today's audience? Because a lot of wrestling fans were appalled to hear that there were some people out there that really thought this match was boring. Sure. And they were like, I, what the fuck? One fan, and I wish I could remember his name, brought up a very good point. That this is the reason why he enjoys the Iron Man match. The Iron Man match was criticized by wrestling fans and wrestling insiders for years because part of the mystique of a 60-minute match is that the audience is not usually aware the match is going to go 60 minutes. That's part of the ride. Mm -hmm. In an Iron Man match, you're kind of already knowing this match is going 60 minutes regardless of what happens. Right. So... This fan brought up a good point. He said, I, I prefer the Iron Man match. I want to know if I'm going 60 minutes. Because to me, it felt like, okay, the match can end here. up, oh, but it didn't. And the match could end here. up, oh, but it didn't. And that goes to the training that WWE has put on generations of people. Unless they're telling you that they're going 60 minutes, they usually tend not to. So fans are programmed to believe there's no way this match is going to go 60 minutes. It never goes 60 minutes. So now that it happened, people are like, oh, my God, this match just took forever. It's boring. So they answered the question, no. No, it's not going to get over. Mm. Boom. See, this time I switched it up. I answered it at the end. Ha, ha, ha. Dang. I gave the explanation first because I think the explanation helped the answer. If I would have just said no, it would, oh, oh, they wouldn't have heard the rest. Oh, that's what wrestling is. No, 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 no. That's it. That's what training is. That's what chain wrestling's for They had a good match I saw most of it I haven't seen all of it yet But that's not because it was bad But because I have a 7 year old son Who refuses to give me the time to watch my shit um, But uh, yeah But it's, it's a really good match And I'm gonna go back and finish it And I'm looking forward to it uh, But no I can clearly see How people would look at this and just go What the fuck Be done H- Hurry up Will you please yeah, but I, I, I want to know that I'm going as long as I'm going. I, I don't want to be surprised by that. Because yeah. I mean? I've already felt 20 to 30-minute matches that feel like they dry ass. Yeah. So There's I can imagine so 60 many minutes. There's only false finishes you can do in a match before someone goes, all right, well, you got to beat them at some point, right? That's coming. You're going to win. And then no one won. So you took the 60-minute ride and it went to a draw. They're like, oh, this is building toward the big pay-per-view match. I was like, all right, but are they still going to be there? That's such a bitch cop-out. Yeah. Are they going to be there for it now? Oh, well, the champion didn't lose. You gave them 60 minutes of solid action. I don't really need to see it at the pay-per-view now. Right. Unless you're telling me now it's going to be a rematch because there was no finish, and that was your decision anyway. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't I don't think that will ever be a thing where people will be like, oh, my God, 60 minutes of high-impact action. I can't wait. Hmm. Huh. By number two. Two. Uh, will WWE ever be sold? Why? Absolutely. It's heading in that direction. Every day we inch ever so closer. For all of our childhood memories to oh, be sold. What the fuck the fucking being sold? Sold to whom? Oh, my God. There's... Okay. The McMahon's. Other generation? (laughs) Imagine he sold it to his kids. After all these years, he sold it to his kids. Okay, so really quickly, for those of you who have not heard the name, I'm going to throw it out there again because we've talked about it on this show, and he's a bit of a badass. For everybody who's been wondering who's really been behind all these releases, it's Khan, but not your Khan, not the Tony Khan, the Majestic the evil Nick Con. <laughs> the WWE went out and got a con of their own, and his name is Nick Con. He is the president right now of all offices there at WWE. He is the president of the company. Now, obviously, he does not outrank Vince McMahon, and obviously, he does not outrank the kids. He might outrank Triple H. I'm not entirely sure how that branch wise works. But Nick Khan is here for one reason and one reason only. It was the only reason he was brought here. And he is, he is going to get this company prepared for a sale. That's it. For those of you who were wondering, why the fuck did they gut NXT? Why are they making the decision to not be somewhat involved with the wrestling business anymore? This would be why. So, so far from what we know, there's two entities has expressed interest in purchasing the WWE. One of which is Disney. The other oh. is NBC Universal. I'm going to tell you people right now, it's probably leaning more toward NBC Universal. But just because these two entities are the ones right now in the ring <coughs> fighting for it doesn't mean that other companies at some point won't have interest. You asked the question at the beginning of this, why? Why? Why on earth would anybody involved either sell or buy it? Well, the buy is easy. do well, I know why they would buy. I just right. don't know why they would sell. They would. I mean, this that that's probably an even simpler answer than the other one. Selling is because of one major reason: Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is an old, old, old fucking guy. It's it's getting to be about that time, and if you think Shane McMahon. Or Stephanie McMahon or even Triple H are gonna put the level of maniacal control into the WWE the way that Vince has, you're out of your mind. They're not this company will essentially be fucking dead when Vince is. So so, I'm gonna go over, I'm sorry, because this needs more explaining. But it this company is not gonna be the same when Vince is gone. It isn't. No one has the kind of maniacal commitment this guy has to this company. No one now the rumor mill always was when the sale thing started that someone would purchase the company obviously for its content possibilities and it's you know it's 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 merch rights and all this different stuff. A lot of money to be made owning this particular branding company, yeah, for sure but who gets to run the daily operation? So, the, uh, the, the, the rumor mill always was that Triple H and Stephanie would handle all that. That even though it would be owned by someone else, they would still be major players in controlling the actual every day to day operation. You, you, you know, you can't buy a football team and then coach it yourself. You got to bring the right people in. So, that was always the thought process. But even that now to be honest with you, has kind of cooled. And with the NXT 2.0 edition, it has become more clear to people now than ever that they're steering dangerously close to being an entertainment company and a whole lot less wrestling. A whole lot less. Like, to the point where they're telling their talent now, you're not wrestlers anymore. And when I heard all this, this was... This was when I made the decision myself, personally, that I have to do the one thing that I keep preaching fans to do. I have to do it myself now. And that's you have to get out of your head that the WWE is in the wrestling business. Because they're not. They left years ago, and I've been fighting it off. Because it was easy to fight off. Because even though they kept telling me we're not in the wrestling business, they had so many great wrestlers. Punk, Dragon, Cole. I mean, you go on the list. They always had phenomenal wrestlers so how on earth can you tell me you're not in the wrestling business you've got the best wrestlers they don't anymore a lot of those great talents are either have either left or are leaving right and the ones who are staying i would put seth rollins in great wrestler category but he doesn't wrestle anymore look at his matches he's not wrestling anymore they're getting bigger bags to do less work. Yeah, and yeah, you go, I Kevin mean, Owens. Uh, yeah. Kevin Owens just signed a deal to stay. They're, wa- they're gonna be fucking walking billboards, and, yeah. and it's end the, the, the if anything, and I know it's gonna piss wrestling fans off, but they're gonna get more eyes than your favorite wrestling company. Yeah, for those As... of you who are hating AEW right now, and I was on that bandwagon for a minute. I gotta second guess myself because they they have literally become the last hope of saving the industry that I love so much. They don't do a great job at it, but they're all that I've got. Because the uh, I think people are way done. too hard on AEW, man. I'm really starting really to believe that's that another I... that's another conversation for another day because yeah. we could talk a whole day about I'm that. I'm starting to believe I'm <laughs> but in that category. I, I I've actually witnessed just real quick that like I remember seeing an interview talking about um especially around the time where Khan was stating that, you know, he kind of, yeah, he has his VPs, but he kind of pulled away from them a little bit. Like, he kind of gained control, and he said the time frame of which that started to happen, where he he doesn't shun them, but he's making majority of the decisions now, Mm -hmm. and to me, the time frame of which he's talking about was when I started to come around on AEW. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to criticize this guy that hard. He's going to make mistakes. He's wet behind the ears with this stuff. So but I don't know, man, the from that moment that he stated that product has made a huge turnaround. AEW and doing have, a lot of good things. AEW as a whole right now is a much better product than the WWE. Top to bottom. Uh I'll give you that. Yeah. Top to bottom. Well, it's a much it's a much I, it's a, a much more watchable show. They still uh, have their sports entertainment moments. I'm not going to take that away. It's production, man. It's they're production, getting there. Man. They have great production, but AEW, I mean, WWE will always have a special part. Uh, but you know, what, you know what, though? With all due respect to the WWE, AEW may not hit me every single time I watch it, but you know what they're telling me every time I watch it? We're wrestling. I respect, And that. the WWE is not. They're not telling me that. They're saying, nope, we're entertainment now. This is what we do now. Okay, so then I don't need to be here anymore. The dream of one day getting a WWE deal, or th- that's out the window. I don't give a fuck about any of that because it's not. The There's just time. a lot of old school. Stuff. There's a lot of old school stuff that you can notice watching AEW that's happening that is really nice to watch again. Mm-hmm. Like, like for instance, I'm drawing a blank on names. You're gonna have to help me here. Jay Lethal was recently in a battle royale with. Uh, with, uh, you know, for for a chance to to the Diamond fight Ring thing. each other for the belt. Yes, thank you. I'm yeah. like drawing a blank here. And I was certain he was coming out on top of that list. Mm. He was eliminated crazy early. He's new. True, but he's Jay Lethal. And and what AEW does with names is that they drive him to the moon instantly. Yeah, and for them to have done that with him in that match, yet the winners of that match was the one young kid that they seem to fucking love. Yeah, they're pushing him to the goddamn moon. I love that. I love that. He's getting. He he's. They're acknowledging that the crowd is behind this kid. They've done some weird pushes. So not weird pushes, but like. Old school style storytelling, pushing through management, tag team, people betraying him, him being a good person, him having a very dry, confused, wet behind the ears, green lit look. But he's he's starting to reserve himself. He's starting to he has that look of like he's watching around him and what's happening. He's not reacting to much stuff like he's telling a story. And the people are loving it, and you can see that he's starting to reap the reward of that. So I love the fact that AEW takes these new guys, they're not new guys, they take the guys that you know that have the big push or the big fan base behind them that's coming in, and they're throwing them in that uh that picture. And now they've taken Omega out, and if they they've put in other guys in there, instead of forcing Omega down your throat with all this talent, you're seeing different matches and stuff like that. And now they're pushing. Newer guys over more established guys, they're just doing different shit, yeah. and it's kind of a little bit unpredictable at this point. Yeah, so they kind of needed Omega in the beginning, but no, of but, course, but, they but, fucking need yeah, Omega. But right I miss now, Omega, dude. Yeah. Like, I actually I fucking, miss him now, too. Because I fucking love Omega. It kind of sucks to have Omega gone now because dude, when Omega was there, he was resting a bunch of guys he had to carry. That's not the case anymore. There are guys in this ring now for AEW that he can go in there and fucking mix it up. Omega was goofy to me in that very beginning where they were just coming out of this goofy phase. So I don't think it was, in hindsight, I don't think really it was Omega that was goofy to me. It was just the company itself was a little weird. But once they start getting their footing and Omega started getting into some of these fucking matches, dude fucking miss that guy, man. Hard little stupid sayings, slogans, animations, all of it, man. That dude's great. So, without much further, I do. (laughs) Okay. Oh, here we go. Hey, number 12. Number 12. Is The Undertaker a gimmick that would have worked if it had, if it if it had been introduced today my brain wanted to say that sentence different for some reason <laughs> uh, if it had been introduced today you can it. uh, as it's gone down I'm gonna say yes of anything I think we're the closest thing we got to it in a modern sense isster uh, black you, you, said, oh, you, I thought, you I thought you were you gonna hit your with, comments I thought, you were, I thought you were gonna hit me with uh, the fiend. No, that guy doesn't exist in my fucking brain. <laughs> well, ahead. regardless of your feelings for the feed, he did actually get over, which is why some people were surprised that they let him go. But they're not actually taking into consideration <laughs> all the excess stuff that happens with right, the right. guy himself. Everybody was in a bad place in that yeah, situation. Yeah, the, the guy himself, the guy who's playing Bray Wyatt was not... He's not. He wasn't He's okay. He's not in a position to be doing anything with WWE. No, he needs his he, break he, that he needed, has right now. Yeah, he needed to fucking disappear uh, for personal reasons. And that's what right. it was. The WWE, listen, I know WWE takes shit for releasing people, but that all releases a personal, like in a negative way.
1: Dude, that dude they, was, was just, making
0: money yeah, for them. You, you think, think they, they want to let him go? go? He needed the time, but at the same time, they couldn't pay him for that. Right. And I know people are going to sit here and bitch, mental health this, mental health that. I'm not paying you a shit ton of money. There's nothing wrong gain. with mental health, but it's yeah. not my job yeah. to pay I, yeah, to you pay recover. You right, exactly. So it, it is what it is. He he needed some help. He needed some time away. He's He got that. Congrats. Or he's getting that, I should say. He's still in the process of not being in the business. Right. But as far as Taker itself, that character needed a level of belief. And for as many times as people tell me that Kayfabe is dead, I really truly believe that gimmick still would have worked today. Because I think despite the fact that people know more about the business now, there's a lot of people who are fans of this who still want to believe. They want to participate on that level. And if you think you think you hit it right on the head, if you got a guy who, let's take Mark out of the equation, right? The guy who actually played The Undertaker. Let's take him out of the equation for a second. It's very hard for me to conceive an idea of anyone but him being the Undertaker. But to my point, if you were to find a guy, if there was a guy out there who could be the dead man, who could play that character with the level of commitment that Mark did, yes, I actually believe it still would have worked. Not just because there are some people out there who would believe it, because there are people out there that still believe all this shit is real. In 2021, there's people out there that still believe that. One of those guys attacked Seth Rollins, so it is what it is. But there's so many fans out here now that look at Dan Housen, And look at Orange Cassidy. They will get over the people they want to get over. And I think a guy like that, a guy like that, six 6'9", 300-plus pounds, out there, just destroying people, tombstone, choke slam, over the top rope, all the cool shit that he did. That shit would have been over like Rover. Stop it. Yeah. Because people are. No, yeah. oh, the I gimmick would that... work. It would yeah. work. I got that question from a comment on the the group a while back, and people were like, "Are you kidding me? In this cave no non-kayfabe world, that would never get over. It would be over like crazy." I don't. You, you're watching wrestling. You believe in kayfabe. Stop it. Fucking stop it. Wrestling itself is a kayfabe. Yes, Listen. Do. I know we get mad when people say, "Oh, wrestling is fake." How do you watch this shit? Listen. There's a lot of things that is. I don't like when people say that. They're being dismissive and it's fucking annoying. But let's. Uh, now that they left the room, when you know when someone fucks up and you back them up, and then you get in private, but like, "Bro, you fucked up. You fucked like, up." <laughs> that's what. I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing right now. We're in the room by ourselves, bro. It's fake. Okay, we love it. It's amazing, it's entertaining. it's fuck we, we appreciate it. We, we know the skill level that goes into. It. we know the dedication, the heart. it's amazing, it's beautiful. but grow up, it's fucking fake. It is a K Fade. Relax. it's there. Continue to believe Watch, in it. Like watching Disney, by default. Like, like Disney magic let's let's just continue to love it and move on with our fucking lives don't tell those guys that we believe that but stop talking kayfabe to be dead it has never been more alive in and outside of wrestling than it has ever been in our entire lives please stop it whoever is yeah. saying this well you know who's me. saying it the, most. the the one who's saying it the most are the people who are in the business now and that's the most heartbreaking part Oh, well because then... they want to be loved by people so fucking much, they want the validation so fucking much that all they there you just, just sit have to there get there it and tell people, yeah, I know it's fake. Yeah, why would fake. someone in the business say kayfabe is dead? Because they don't know how to keep up the kayfabe. They don't know how to do it, and that's, for the most part, that's another conversation. Not only do they all... not know how to do it, they don't want to. They want the pat on the back. Taker was the Undertaker for twenty years. You didn't see him at the Hall of Fame. He didn't do interviews. He was not there to get. He wasn't out there to get high fives and be praised for his work. He just did it, and he did it for so long, and it drew him so much money. And now that he's not the Undertaker anymore, you can't. I can't scroll through my Facebook and not see him now. He's doing Colder's Balls with Kevin Hart. He's doing. He's on the Cowboy sideline watching games with the team and shit. I can't turn the TV on and not see The Undertaker. But you know what? 30 years of not doing that, fuck it. Go ham, big man. Yeah, fuck it. Because he did everything the right way for fucking years. He skipped Hall of Fames. He skipped paying respects to dead wrestlers. All of the money and endorsements and stuff he did not take to to live the gimmick. Yep. How many times did he had get to, your money. He could he had to miss funerals. He couldn't say goodbye to his friends because he was keeping up the gimmick. He did it a hundred percent. Hundred percent. What y'all know about sacrifice? Nothing. Not a goddamn not a fucking thing for any of you lazy ass cockbite motherfuckers. <laughs> None of you. None of you. Alright. Let me play this fucking it. it got me hot. Hold on a second. <laughs> 8 number 8 did they really need to gut out NXT to make NXT 2.0 that time? Yeah, I think I already answered this or something else, but I'll, I'll go into the diff. Yeah, I think in the nick con explanation uh I kind of already went over this, but I'll get more specific to NXT 2.0 in the sense that yes, absolutely. They absolutely, I think so. they absolutely needed to do that because I think we said it when we talked last week about the next in line people. They want robots. They don't want people in here with the experience to look at them and go, look, this is what I want to do. They, that's not what they're looking for. That's not what this is now. They're going into an entertainment world. That's That's what they're doing now. So, oh, been. well, it's been a slow adjust, but at the same time, I think the fans have been holding on to the idea that maybe, just maybe, we can still get pro wrestling out of this. It's it's the, it's the woman who keeps showing up at the ER with the black eye. And they're like, miss, what keeps happening to you? Why do you keep coming here? It's those damn doorknobs. I don't know what to tell you. Just, that house has been kicking my ass for years. I don't know what to tell you. And then when they ran out of doorknobs, it was, well, you know, I deserved it. I didn't have dinner ready on time. It's my fault. He was right. He was right. That's what wrestling fans kept doing for years with WWE. They needed to do something drastic. And gutting out NXT and basically essentially getting rid of all their favorite stars was jarring. And it made people take notice of the idea we're going in a different direction. Right. I've been saying for years, NXT is a developmental. No one believed me. It's its own brand. It's doing this. It's doing that. It's developmental. It's what it's always been. But the fans didn't see it as developmental because of all the success. A lot of their favorite wrestlers were there. Exactly. Now they're not there anymore. It's literally almost all new faces who've never been anywhere, who've never accomplished anything. And that was always the plan. It was literally a place to try to convince McMahon that some of these talents deserve to be here. Yes. They filtered through those people. Now we have exactly what it should be in my opinion. I I think Triple H got away with murder for years until Vince probably not probably until Vince finally got hip to the game. Because all the stars that Triple H were sending up to the main roster all had built-in fan bases. And Vince who doesn't keep an eye out for anything indie or anything Japan or anything outside of the WWE bubble, is sitting here thinking Triple H is the one who's making them this popular. They, they He probably still sees, probably sitting there thinking, wow, this Shinsuke Nakamura guy, wow, Triple H, what a good job getting him over. He can't talk for shit. How'd you get this guy over? Amazing. Huh? And then they bring him onto the rating roster and it doesn't work. And they go, well, what happened? I thought this guy was great. He was in our system. And then the next guy, I thought he was in our system. And eventually, I'll pause here. Eventually, him and Bruce went, well, what the fuck's happening in our system? Because every time I go to NXT, they've got sold-out building, crowds into it, big star feel, and then I bring them here, and they can't fucking grab their ass with two hands. They can't do anything here at all. What the fuck? And that's when they went to Florida, and they realized the jig was up. Mm-hmm. When they went, oh. They're stars, but they're not our stars. Right. Oh, no wonder why these guys can't do shit. You haven't been training them to be WWE superstars. You've been capitalizing on their popularity. Oh, yeah. No, we can't do this shit anymore. And they just fucking gutted it out. And that's so. the question is, did they have to do that? Absolutely. Yes. Right. Because now you're seeing it for what it is. So if you like it, it's because they did it. If you hate it, it's because fuck you. And that's WWE's thought process. Right. Did you have something for that last thing? Before I got nah, next Nah, thing. I pretty much said my piece around right about NXT. next NXT, <laughs> <For laughs> baby. So the number after the drum roll was 13. 13. Is there a promotion that can overcome WWE and overall viewership? That was a key part of the sentence. Let's start this up right here, right now. But again, overall viewership miss me with the demo bullshit stop well you know AEW is winning in 18 to 34 i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck i only care about the overall and right now wwe is as low as it has ever been and still they're number one (laughs) So that, I think, says more about the wrestling landscape than it does anything else. Because I hear it every day on social media. I don't even know why people watch WWE X company or whatever company they're talking about. That's where the action is. Then why isn't anyone watching it? That's where the action is. Okay. So why hasn't AEW overcome? Why hasn't Ring of Honor jumped up? Why hasn't Impact? Oh, well, they're not on networks that blah, 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 blah. AEW is. Mm Mm-hmm. They're on it two times a week, actually. Mm-hmm. So what's the deal? So the answer to this question, is there a promotion that can overcome the WWE in overall viewership? Yes. At the moment, only one would be AEW. That'd be the closest one they got. And I'm looking at the word can, meaning that to me says, can they? Is there a potential to the... Yes. Will they? <sighs> No, not, and if Disney, if for Disney any... gets their hands on it, I promise you they won't. Yeah, I I think Disney. I would actually prefer the sale to happen with NBC because at least with NBC we'd keep it going. Disney would archive this motherfucker. They would just use it for the content purposes, just to have it on Plus. Mm-hmm. Just something more views, these... more 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 subscribers, more people watching it. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, no. AEW can they do it? Yes. New day would be gods walking billboards. <clears throat> Excuse me, on di- on Disney grounds, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would a Disney? What would a WWE section at Disney World even look like? Crazy. Co- <laughs> Crazy. Oh like, man. Like I don't think people understand the amount of exposure that the WWE would get. In the hands of a company like Disney. Like, you think Vince is fucking things up? Oh, let's go back to that question. If Disney gets their hands on WWE, they're going to be fucking blowing Vince to come back. Dude, I will give you a e every hour on the hour. You just please come back. We will have women dressed as Disney princesses coming into your hotel room and jagging you off as often as you wish. All you got to do is ring the bell. The the jagging me off bell. The jag bell. Just ring that. The jack, jag bell. And the princesses will come in and jag you off. There you go. Absolutely. Is Yeah. Uh, AEW is the best shot you got. And they got a long. That's a long uh, road to hold. long road, man. Don't let the. um. they are on the right path right now. Mm-hmm. They're on the right path. Don't lose, don't I just lose hate, that focus. I just hate when people try to. Put like we shouldn't even be talking WWE in the breath of these other companies, man. It's not to say that these companies yeah. are bad. It's just like WWE is not a wrestling company, dude. They're, they're not even just company. Forget wrestling, just company in general. Like, can we stop trying to get people to overcome them? They've been in this business They've been around. You're trying to com- put something against that's to be for a couple of years versus something that's been here for decades, and, and yet they have a chance. Like what are we doing? And yet doing? they have a chance. That speaks more to the WWE than it does to to AEW. Because yeah, they had a head start for all these years. Why is AEW this close? We'll see. Well, because the hype. We got two left, and the next one is number three. Did COVID vaccines affect the WWE releases? Mm, stayed away from this one for a specific purpose. There we go. Okay. No. <laughs> no. I was going to say, aren't I, they independent contractors? Yeah. It's, it, I mean, technically, yes. But mm-hmm. they're independent contractors with exclusivity contracts, if that makes any sense to you. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah they're flexible as shit, just stiff as a board. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um. yeah so the uh, no I don't think it played a huge role for multiple reasons A I don't think the wrestlers gave them that much of a fucking headache over it uh, a lot of the wrestlers at WWE for what I understand are <laughs> vaccinated some of them have even been boosted so that's not even a deal they kind of have to because they have to travel Yeah, right. I wouldn't even think it was more so the company more so getting around the world to work for your company yeah, you're you're traveling all around doing all these different things, meeting all these different people. It, it's just a safety thing. And I think for the most part, people who work with that company kind of understood. If you're asking me if the COVID vaccine affected some decisions from certain people, sure. But I don't think it's an overall problem that the WWE has been dealing with. From what I understand, almost everybody who's there is vaccinated. So I don't even know what that would be about. That was actually one of the bigger jokes they made when the Kyrie Irving uh, controversy hit. I don't know if you heard about that. but it, Vaguely. Yeah, it, his whole I don't want to get vaccinated stance, and then the fan was the, the, the Nets were like, well, then you can't play here. So then it was like, well, he they were going to have him play just away games, because he can't go to the Barclay unvaccinated. That's a rule they made. And then that switched over to, well, these other buildings don't want his nasty ass either. So they're like, all right, I guess you just suspended. Like, they were just making shit up on the fly because this dude was like, nah, I'm good. Everyone is, man. Yeah, he was like, nah, I'm good. So, I mean, I don't think they would release a person for that, depending on the person in question. If it was somebody they felt they could do some business with, I don't think they would completely penalize that person. With a release. I mean, a release to me is big. Like, a release means they see nothing in you. They're like, you're not going to make us a fucking dime. So fuck all this. And they just move on. Uh, I think there might be some punishments. There might be some people taking off TV. There might be people taken off the road. I don't know if they're necessarily being released because of vaccination. Even the people who were released, a lot of them came out and were just like, nah, it had nothing to do with the vaccine. There's a bunch of other garbage shit happening in this company. It got nothing to do with that. So now I've been asked this a few times, and I don't, I don't think that that's really been a big issue with the WWE. They got a million and one, uh, what is it, ninety-nine problems, but the vaccines ain't one. <laughs> that's for sure. That's not been an issue for them at all whatsoever. Uh, nah, these guys are making millions of dollars, man. You don't fucking play with millions, that money. Millions, millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, Last one, number one. Number one. Is CM Punk's promo feud with MJF getting you excited for, for an upcoming match? <coughs> Nine, yeah, last one uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. It, it's not. As a matter of fact, I hate the promo. But you're the promo guy, I don't like the promos. What is wrong with you? I don't like the promos between these two guys. I don't like it. It's tailoring. To me, a great promo battle is between two guys who are doing their thing against each other, and it works beautifully, and there's symmetry, and it just feels right, and there's angst. Punk is not doing punk promos against MJF. Punk is doing MJF promos against MJF, and I'm not into it. The zingers, the one-liners, the constant... I said it before, I'll say it again. MJF's promo style is just reciting YouTube comments. That's it. That's all he does. He goes to the videos of AEW, he reads all the comments, he commits it to memory, and he blurts it on the microphone so everyone in the crowd can go, "Oh!" He called, he called MJF... MJF called CM Punk the new Ryback the other day. And the building came unglued. Oh my God! He said Ryback! <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand it. I've seen MJF do good promos. But I've... I, and I, this stuff, I'm not into. I don't like the idea of uh, promos being used as insults and like the whole promo is basically just oh you look like shit and you the roast wrestle, thing. yeah it's just roasting, yeah it's like you know Pete Davidson fucking unch- unchained, just let him go with the corny just over the top just ugh. the just the ridiculous joking back and forth, I'm not into it and none of it so far has even divulged into I can't wait to kick your ass Right, they, they've done the slings and the arrows and then something happens at the end where there's a lunge and then MJF escapes or Wardlow did the whole bodyguard deal which would normally be cool if the if that, those endings would be dope if the promos were getting so personal and so heated that it just came to a point and then Wardlow would step in but not only are these zingers happening at a million miles a minute I don't really feel like any of these zingers are affecting the other person They've been stone facing selling it the whole time. It's like they don't even care because they're already thinking of their next comeback, uh, and it's just back and forth and back and forth. And I'm sorry, I'm not with it. I'm I'm straight. I'm good. Damn, no hype at all, huh? No, not for this. I have said it before, and I'm doubling down on it because now <laughs> that the now that the punk and MJF thing is really starting to flesh out, I'm doubling down. I believe this. Punk's promos with Kingston were better. I felt them. I felt them. All right. I felt those; those were not zingers. They were not back and forth. Those; those promos. But Kingston and Punk was very simple, and and it was easy to make up out of nowhere, because those two feuded out of literally nowhere. But they made it make sense. I've been in this business for forever, Punk, and you were there almost the whole time, and you were a big star. When I was trying to come up in the ranks. And you looked at me and you knew I had potential. You knew I could do this. And instead of helping me up. You pushed me down. Now I'm the big fish here in AEW. And here you come. Nibbling at the the crumbs. Trying to get your name out there. Fuck that. Fuck you. I can't wait to bash your fucking skull in. at fucking full gear. That's a dope goddamn promo. MJF goes out there and says, wow, you've got baggy eyes. You look like you need sleep. (laughs) Oh, PG Punk. Oh, I'm going to knock you out quicker than your UFC career. How is that preparing me for a match? It doesn't. He's roasting him, dude. I giggle. Some of the shit he said made me giggle. That sleep one was funny. If anybody here should be going to sleep. And I get it. I got it. He looked, you know, sleepy. I get it. <laughs> oh, I get it. I see the reference. Same thing with Punk. Punk. Punk can tell a story. So when he starts using words like "oh, he's just a less famous Miz," I'm like, "That's MJF stuff. Don't do MJF stuff." I know that you can do it. You've been a wise ass your whole life. But that's not your strong suit. Just tell the fucking story, seriously. That part so was funny. I'm yeah. not. I. I mean, that I didn't. Think it was that funny. <laughs> That shit was funny. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him that. I'm gonna slide on that one. On the on the the, (coughs) famous Miz. On the Miz. Yeah, that was pretty funny. MJF. I always thought that stood for My Jealous Fan. I'm like, oh, oh, where are we headed with this? Oh, we're headed? Where are we headed? And now, and the fucked up part is, is I think the next pay per view for them is was that Revolution in like a few months. So unless this is building toward a match that's going to be on dynamite or some shit, I don't know where I, I don't know if they've got the steam to hold me over all the way to fucking March. So I don't know. We'll see. This was fun. We will and see. We will see. Now, for those of you out there, before we get out of here, next week it's Christmas. It's Merry Christmas. It's Christmas mm-hmm. time. Christmas time. Christmas time. We're probably gonna get a chance to do our episode after Christmas, because <laughs> next Sunday would be the twenty sixth, and I don't see myself being able to do this show on Christmas or before Christmas Eve or something like that. Are we? Li- we're not live. Uh, we we can definitely go live. Um, well, I'm asking because I thought that was the plan. Yes, we can go live. I just, on I'm, just Sunday, saying, I'm just saying we go morning. Live. No 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 no. It wouldn't be morning. We could probably do something a little later, like in the mid afternoon or something like Can't that. Can't do that. Oh, because you've got Not a Sunday. That's right. Ba 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 ba. Well what about Friday night? Christmas Eve? That's what I'm saying. See, it's tough. Yeah, I'm Because you're working it out. the other days too. The only other thing I can think of is that we just don't do it live. We could record it like we normally would. Like we're doing now. And I could do video with the stream yard. We could still do the video. We just, yeah, we just wouldn't not be do live. it live. Yeah, that's fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of because your schedule. We might going. have to do that. Yeah, your schedule is not going to allow us to be live. <laughs> so it's not going to work out that way because the holiday lands right on the fucking weekend this time sure. around. So, a little more difficult. But we'll figure it out. But next week for sure, we will be Xmas as fuck. After that. I'm 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 promoting it now. Next week we're gonna be Christmas as fuck, and you guys will know the date because my brother and Pombo and I will work it out, and then I'll advertise it. After Xmas as fuck part three. The week after, I'm bringing something back. I haven't done it in a while. We're doing an end of the year show. We're talking 2021 as a whole. Mm. It should be interesting. <clears throat> But we're going to bring that back. And then, of course, January, we're going to kick off 2022 in a big, big way. I got some ideas. I'll throw some shit your way to let you know where I'm headed with that. Should be super, super dope. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for downloading. Thank you guys for sharing. And, of course, no doubt about it, thank you guys for enjoying whatever number episode this is. Because I always forget. I don't think about it till the end. And it usually fucks my wrap-ups up. So fuck it. We'll just reconvene next week where we will be Xmas as fuck. I will be wearing my traditional Christmas ugly sweater. Everybody else is free to wear whatever it is they like. And uh, I will be doing it by the old Christmas tree. It'll be dope. So we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your Christmas. Get all your expensive shit. I already got my best gift, which was my graduation gift. I will be oculus in just a minute. I will be taken to a VR world. And then, of course, all new gifts and shit for Christmas next week. I actually have a Blood Brothers interview in about three hours. So I'm back on the pod in about three hours. I'll let you guys know next week how all that shit went. Damn. Yeah, I'm back I'm back in the game in a few minutes, in a few hours. There you go. So talk to you later, guys. Enjoy. This is my Daddy's 200th episode. If you love to soul, boys, men, t-shirts, monks, to make talks, Beats, towels, phone cases. Go to h dot com. This is my dad's 200th episode. This still keeps him busy, and he's not playing with me, so stop listening. But but he's actually playing me, so I won't fight.